Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, a podcast where I, Sue, am watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, while my sister Emily guides me through. Today we are going to be covering some Season 6 episodes, uh, Double Meat Palace, Dead Things, and Older and Far Away. I'm Sue. And I'm Em. And I'm Beth. Like how the cow and the chicken come together even though they've never met. It's like Sleepless in Seattle. And they had other stuff, you know, razor scooters and pictures of the Vulcan woman on Enterprise. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, nerds. What? Well, isn't this usually the part where you kick me in the head and run out? Aren't you fluttering? We're not going to have to do that at the wedding, are we? Because there's this last thread of dignity I've been desperately clinging to. A muscle cramp? In your pants? What? It's a thing. He seemed cute. W w was he cute? I mean, I I'm not a very good judge, but I think he seemed cute. I think he seemed cute. Yeah. I've been... Uh big champion of the trio until now right. <laughs> <laughs> till watching one of these three <laughs> yeah I was wondering how you were going to handle that I'm sad <laughs> yeah. yeah so but I mean I know it hit another level didn't they they did <laughs> they did and I just wow I can't believe it yeah, they they went there. I I was kind of shocked, to tell you the truth. It does seem like a big leap. Well, you know, Warren has always had kind of an edge to him. Right. The other two, you kind of don't know what's going on with them right now. Right. Especially Jonathan. He seems a little disturbed. They both. I oh, mean. yeah. I put it all on Warren. Yeah. I think there's still some hope for the other two, Jonathan and what's the other guy? Andrew? Andrew. <laughs> I think there's still some hope for those two. Warren. So Warren, we've never really discussed this, except I remember at the beginning, like one of the first couple episodes, I was like, please tell me the trio's the big bad. But is Warren the big bad for this season? Do you want us to answer that? <laughs> no. I just thought, okay, we're we're like 14 in now. <laughs> I'm going to say one thing. You have predicted the big bad at one point in this season. Oh, really? What else did I predict? Willow? Did I predict Willow? Hmm. Interesting. And it actually really surprised me. Huh, okay. Well, then I guess it's not the trio. <laughs> <laughs> could be Warren, though. <laughs> I guess it could be Warren, yeah. So, anyway. Okay, do you want the uh, rankings? Oh, yes, please. And you're doing of the season? This will be of the season, yes. Okay. We have number 11. Oh, sorry. Okay. 
was going to say, do we have number 22? <laughs> we have number 11, number 16, and number 22. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get any worse. <laughs> Go ahead and wipe the sweat off your brow. Okay. Okay, so... Gosh, it is... Okay, so... Older and Far Away has got to be number 11. That's the easy one. Um, yeah, Double Meat Palace, I'm guessing that's 22, and then Dead Things is 16. Double Meat Palace is number 22. Dead Things, though, is number 11. Older and Far Away is 16. Oh, really? You were pretty sure on that. I was pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Blame yourself. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, do you have any clue where Double Meat Palace might fall of Buffy episodes of all time? I'm going to guess it is in the bottom ten. Bottom five. It's 141. It is 144. Ah, Wow. It's not my personal 144. It's That's okay. wild. where the wild things are. It is 144 out of 144. This is it. I told wow. you when we started the season, or some point in the season, I said you will find the best-ranked episode and the worst-ranked episode in this season, and the most controversial. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did say that. Wow. Okay, 144. Here we are at 144. <laughs> Wow, okay. So <laughs> it was dumb. I mean, how is it like worse than I robot you James? Really? A reptile. I don't think I don't so. Think so. I mean it's definitely in like the bottom five or six, but like Yeah. Very worse. I don't know. Yeah, I have a hard time. I, I'm sure. Yeah, I Robot You, Jane, is definitely worse. I literally I can't watch that one. Yeah, no, it's unwatchable. Pretty, It's pretty bad. Double Meat Palace has some kind of fun satire. It has that going for it. I mean, it's pretty... It's going for some satire, and that's alright to me. I like satire. <laughs> He went from yeah. like the best satire to it's going for some satire. Okay, it's not the best. <laughs> it attempted it attempted satire. <laughs> it was just one of those that was bad and there was nothing that really redeemed it. Like a lot of times, you know, Em and I will talk about these episodes and everyone's like, Oh, that's the worst one and we find well there were also all these funny lines that I mean, you know, this one just didn't have anything really redeeming at all that I could say. It was bad, but Xander was really funny, or, you know what I mean? Right. It didn't have that. There was and a couple things that were kind of funny. Things. Yeah. Seriously, she has to work at Double Meat Palace. I, you yeah. can never convince me, especially since she has waitress experience. How right. could this be better right. than working in some Sunnydale cafe or something cafe. or or she's, just, yeah 
She even I mean, said why she doesn't take money the whole right away. Market. What's more right away than serving? <laughs> why didn't she take yeah. over her mom's art gallery? Hmm. Interesting. How is it better than working at the magic shop? I know she didn't care for it. Right. But you right. can never convince me that it's not better working at the magic shop. Right. And that's how Giles can funnel some of his nice... Well, I don't know if he's getting paid anymore as a watcher, but... Dang you, Watcher's Council! It just makes it even worse, like, thinking that she's not getting paid by them. Yeah. Yeah, so that really bothers me. I mean, I could rant a long time about it, and I won't, because I think everyone can kind of see it. Come to the same conclusion, yeah. Yeah, it's just... It yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. It's it's just doing it to make Buffy seem as sad and pathetic. Yeah. Exactly. And her life as pathetic as possible. And that, exactly. That's kind of lame. I did like that Do the training... better. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that the training video showed the actual slaughter of the animals. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I love her line. <laughs> Uh, like how the cow and the chick get together. Um, even though they've never met, it's like sleepless in Seattle. (laughs) 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 That's pretty funny. (laughs) Oh, did you want to do my likes and dislikes before we go on? Okay. So, I had a really hard time coming up with likes. (laughs) (laughs) I liked Anya suggesting a potluck for the wedding reception. <laughs> um, I liked the guy like going into the sword and like them showing him in the sword. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, Tara asking Spike about his muscle cramp, mm-hmm. and then the Hal Halfrex Hallie, as Anya called her, trying to leave the house, and I like Clem. <laughs> my likes were Clem um, I like I like um, Spike's reaction to the massager I like the lightsaber scene mm-hmm. fight um, that's all I got Yep. Dislikes. I have Buffy and Spike having sex on her break by the garbage, and Buffy doesn't seem into it at all. Uh, the thing coming out of the old lady's head, am I the only one that thought it looked phallic? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> um, <laughs> the nerdlings turning into rapist murderers. <laughs> when you put it that way. <laughs> I'm a Mur Diggly Urgler. <laughs> <That's just laughs> season six. When we were talking about season six of Simpsons and I was watching that one where I, he goes to jail. I, mean, I forgot to mention that the when the Simpsons get a swimming pool is one of those on that season two that we watched. When Flanders kills the ficus and <laughs> buries it. <laughs> I'm a murdigly burglar. <laughs> Bart's all. If that's not Flanders, they've done their homework. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't like Buffy and Spike having sex at the bronze, and then Don making everything about her. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. 
Those are my I dislikes. I forgot to write down dislikes. But everything you said. <laughs> yeah, and there's more, but... <laughs> oh, I knew I had another like. I love the scene of Buffy and Spike at his crypt door. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, was... the Bush song? I guess. Where yeah. there's a song playing over? Yes. Yeah. He, like, senses her. Yeah. I love that. Yep. That was good. I like that. I have a couple likes. Okay, let's hear them. Uh, Will Halfrick. Um, Xander when he thought he ate people. <laughs> uh, he keeps eating the hamburgers. <laughs> yeah. The grill guy. For some reason, I really liked the grill guy that was teaching her how to grill. Um, yeah, and the he way kinda... he said nostrils. Yeah, he kind of seemed uh, on drugs or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of in a funny way. He had a nice turn of phrase. Um, Katrina dropping the rape bomb and Tara teasing Spike. That's all I wrote down. Lovely. Three of them were from Double Meat Palace, which is weird. Wow. Maybe I just stopped <laughs> writing down. <laughs> Did you write down any dislikes? Um, I don't like the way Buffy cries at the end of Dead Things. I don't like her cry face. Um, the get out, get out, get out, and then I don't like Buffy wanting to tell the police. Mm. That's all I have. I mean, there's more that I don't like, but I can't just put Double Meat Palace. So you can, if you want. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it can be. It can be an episode. <laughs> okay. It could be Double anything Meat you Palace. Want. I pretty much don't really care for. I thought um, <clears throat> Buffy's makeup was quite garish um, in Double Meat Palace, oh, and I like, think yeah. they were. They were trying to, like, make her outfit look worse, maybe. They didn't need to, but... <laughs> yeah. Her makeup was weird. That was one of my dislikes. And, um... The turn, you could say, the um, turn Buffy and Spike's relationship is doing. I... I have a real problem with it. Because <laughs> I think they both could do better. <laughs> they're both really just they're not doing it right Mm -hmm. I I did like the beginning of is it yeah of dead things I did like how they were just kind of having a normal conversation yeah and like let's see when does it turn for Buffy what does he say that totally oh he says that she's an animal she hates that right it's like spike doesn't know buffy at all like he says things to her that are guaranteed to make her you know clench up and it's just like he just says the wrong thing constantly totally he totally does he's just not doing it right Mm -mm. he's really not and i yeah, but do you think he does it on purpose? Do you think that's just his thing? He enjoys the the animosity? I mean, it is Spike. I don't know. You know, he he likes chaos and But wouldn't he have more of like a spiky kind of face when he said it if he really wanted to provoke a reaction? Cuz sometimes 
it's like he thinks he's saying the right thing or he thinks he's going to like get her to turn to his point of view and he's just saying the exact opposite of like what you know he would because I think he does want her to feel the same way right and then it just makes her think about it and then think what the hell am I doing yeah because now with Angel and Riley I think she had I not that I pictured it a lot, but I <laughs> I think it was very lovey love making. And for some reason with Spike, I mean he the things he said have hinted towards the fact that she's like uh like shockingly I don't know, kinky or something. Mm-hmm. Like like she said stuff like you put me to shame, you know. And we've known Spike to have like weird kinky things. Right. And like so it sounds like type thing. Like a like a what? Like a face. Like yeah. Face. What you know, portrays sex. Right. And I for whatever reason she's that's Spike's brought that out in her and she's fighting it because that isn't how she normally is. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I That's the most confusing thing to me about this whole thing. Is why she is is that way with Spike. Mm-hmm. And it seems to really bother her a lot. Well, isn't it that she can't... I mean, can you imagine them having tender sex, though? You know what I mean? I can, yes. Well, what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> And that's why this sucks so bad. Like, they're the best couple in the world. (laughs) I mean, not in your fantasies, but like, no, I'm just kidding. Like, at this point in her, like, in her psyche, you know, can you imagine them having, like, can you imagine her wanting to be, like, having tender sex with him? You know what I mean? I can't. I cannot. No, and that bothers me. Because I right. think it's there, and I think it's possible. But I think it's just pride she and has, prejudice. Yeah, reconcile. <laughs> or it's prejudice and prejudice. Or it's... She's prejudiced against him. She, like, hates herself, right? She, like, hates Yeah, there. Yeah, and she... I just... I feel like... Like I have said all along, I think Spike deserves more credit. I mean, I think of William, the bloody awful poet, and how he's like put up a front. You know, in my mind, Spike has put up a front to be this evil, dark creature, but inside he's a little sap. And so when he finally got Buffy, I would like to see... I know, and I've talked about this when they first got together and like smashed, and I'm like, I think... After a lot of reflection and thinking about it, I think that's the way he had to get Buffy. Once he had her, I would have liked to have seen, and that would be my part of my Bomba Bear discussion. That'd be the meat of it. I would like to see him turning more towards the tender part of her. Because they have a history where that's possible, but she's a little prejudiced against him still, and all the Scoobies are too, and she's worried about what they think. Right. And she's too messed up in the head anyway, right now. Right. Oh, yeah. It's, it's too soon, Spike. 
I think they could have maybe just had more of the of the good times that they've had together and the times when she trusts him. I mean, he, he put those handcuffs out and said, do you trust me? And she says, never. And is she talking about in the bedroom or because I know she does trust him. She, she trusted has to trust him, him with she her has... sister and and her mom. She had him watch after Joyce and Don in yeah. one episode. Remember when Joyce and him watched yeah. Passions together? So where did that never come from? <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's just I don't know. She's, she's having trouble figuring out what she feels. Yeah, she she is definitely. By the way, speaking of the handcuffs, you notice later she's rubbing her wrist? Yes. Okay. I think it gets fast, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Tara <laughs> looks down and she, like, rubs them and hides them. Yes. <laughs> yep, I noticed that. So that's interesting. I think she's just got... Is gone. Maybe it's just not the right time for her to start a relationship. You know, she's still down with coming back from the dead. You're really robot-y. You know, she's taking care of her little sister and then herself attracted to what should be her nemesis, you know. That's a lot to deal with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. So it's not the best time to start a healthy relationship anyway. Not really. So does this mean we're done talking about double meat palace? <laughs> um I do have one thing. I thought it was really rude of Willow to say what she did to Xander about uh Anya. Um and I like Willow. Um, but she said, you know, she oh, did this snarky comment about, oh, for the rest of your life. That's just rude. Yeah, you're right. I don't think Xander would say anything like that about Tarot. Why would you say that to some, like one of your friends that's getting married? I don't know. Yeah, that is kind of rude. She's never really taken to Anya. Yeah, yeah. So, I thought that double meat was the beef and chicken combined into one patty. <laughs> it's in two separate patties on one burger. There was a yep. layer of chicken patty right. and then a layer on I have oh beef. they're separate. Right. Yeah, but at the very beginning I thought double meat meant I thought they okay. were combined to like into one. Yeah, cuz they were talking about like combining the meat, so and the yeah, I made you think that it was anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ew, that's that's gross. So that's part of the satire, and I would love to point out at this moment that Carl's Jr. has now, like, become living satire. <laughs> <laughs> they have a... I looked it up online because I knew I'd seen a commercial. The about hamburger it. with hot dogs on it. <laughs> a beef patty, hot dog, potato chips, and bacon and cheese. What? Potato chips? Potato chips on the burger. And a hot dog on hot the dog. burger. Yep. Wow. And they also have a sandwich that has jalapeno poppers on the burger. 
And I just, I think this was satire, you know, how long ago? 15 years ago? <laughs> Less. <laughs> right. 10? <laughs> and now, you know, if they would have made a burger that Carl's Jr. has right now, it would have been like too much. This is where we are, America. Right. I know. We're putting hot dogs <laughs> on our hamburgers. Are you proud of yourself? <laughs> oh, Carl's Jr.'s commercials do not make me want to eat at Carl's Jr. <laughs> I think they're aimed for 30-something males. <laughs> That's not me. Or 20-something males. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. Yep. That's pretty sad. <laughs> I have a note that says that hamburger is huge. They seemed really, really big to me. Like they when Buffy, right. when the Manny, the manager, hands her one, he's like, take a bite. It just looked like it covered her whole face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and why was everyone that worked there so zombied? Was that just... That was satire. They were just really upping... You know, it's supposed to be like a McDonald's. Right. So, and it's just it's just part of the satire, I think. Okay. Make everyone a zombie drone. Okay. So it's like Apparently, a Apparently, common... um, some attire, attire? <laughs> advertisers were uh, slightly upset about this. That's right. Joss Whedon has said that this was his most controversial episode because he had a lot of problems with his... Uh, Advertisers. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and he just thinks it's funny. He's like, all this other stuff I've thrown into these <laughs> episodes, and this is what caused problems. Right. <laughs> oh, that is funny. I think it's the only time he had advertisers threaten to pull out. Um. Yeah, this is the episode where Anya mentions that maybe they should have a potluck for the wedding. <laughs> that just made me laugh. <laughs> um, and then later on, I've got Willow does science, and then I have... Um, I'm not sure Anya and Xander are going to make it. I don't know. I think that vengeance demon that she knew, Hel- Helfrex, Hallie, I don't know. I think she's... I think she said some things to Anya that made that Irving and Anya think. I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I was wondering that. I was wondering if somehow Anya is going to go back to being a vengeance demon or something. I don't know, but I'm not. I'm not thinking those two kids are going to make it. Aww. Yeah, and I kind of like them as a couple. I could be totally wrong. But my very final note on this episode is, uh, I really don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Does it help hearing it's the Yes, yes, <laughs> very much. Cause I was just watching it going, this is season six, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, it, Do we even need to discuss the pie lady or anything? Or that whole convoluted plot? I mean, the, no. you know, the burgers people thing was kind of funny. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. I like that. And, of course, that's what I thought at first, you know. Right. So that was a funny little twist, I guess. That 
and Xander having just eaten a cat burger, and then he ate that sandwich and heard it. She thought it was the human. <laughs> yeah. I just like how he's always eating the burger. <laughs> Turns around with a mouthful of burgers. People? Yep. <laughs> yep. And I was really disappointed when she goes back and gets rehired, and I'm like, oh, she's going to still work here? I was hoping that was just a one-off. Yeah, we all were hoping yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> because like we said before, she she's a cute girl with a great wardrobe. She could probably get a job representing any company would hire her for something to be a, you know. Well, someone threw out the idea she should be a bouncer of the bronze. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. She could totally she, do that. She can yeah. kick some butt. Yeah, and I'm disappointed in the show just trying to get us to believe that that's the job she could get, and that's the job she seems to want. She even goes back to it, and that we're supposed to believe that. I know. I mean, she does say, well, I don't want to go through the hiring process again and do more training and blah, 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 but it's like, really? It doesn't take that long. You could... You get paid for training. Exactly. You do. Yeah, lame. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, boo. Boo. We don't need to. We don't need to go through. The, you guys know it. It sucks. Yep. <laughs> Dead things. <laughs> Dead things is ranked seventy-three overall. All right. We've discussed much of my notes so far. Wow, we've discussed absolutely every note I took. What, Sue? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've kept mentioning it. Mm -hmm. Did you did you hate this? Well, the whole trio storyline really kind of ruined this episode for me. I mean, I know Yeah, I really didn't like this episode. Um, I Yeah, I really don't have much good to say about it. I, my notes go, it's kind of refreshing hearing Spike and Buffy just talk. And then I have the carpets. Yuck. Mm -hmm. um, my next thing I wrote is, this trio storyline sounds like it's going to be lame. And then I have, holy crap, this is really messed up. Not my nerdlings. <laughs> and then I have what's going on are they going to really rape her <laughs> and then I have are Buffy and Sex have, are Buffy and Spike having sex at the Browns <laughs> and then I put Ever has just gone crazy in this one <laughs> and then I have make it all about you Dawn and then holy crap she beat the crap out of Spike and I have a quote is that why time went all David Lynch I like that <laughs> <laughs> and then I have my ending is can someone explain why Buffy is so upset I think I kind of get it but I'm not sure I get it which part at the, the very, very, end, very end at the very very end with Tara yeah. I mean I the Buffy and Spike fight that's just what those two do you know I mean Buffy is just very just all over the place right now. Like, 
So the the fight between the two of them, I don't know. I it's kinda... really hard for me to watch, actually. Do you remember when um, they had the body swap episode and Faith was in Buffy's body? And, yeah. Um, she was beating up on Faith's body with Buffy inside. And she was basically saying, you're disgusting. Right. Yeah, so she was, like, beating up herself. Yeah, she was taking out how she felt about herself onto... Onto basically herself, her body, right? Right, her body. (laughs) Right, right. I feel like the same... I don't... It's not exactly the same here, but I feel like it's very close to the same thing here. I... Yeah, I, I... I agree. I think that's what she was doing, is... She just seems so upset with herself that she just totally took it out on Spike. I mean, the stuff she was saying, I think she was she was saying to herself too, you know. Like, right, right. Disgusting. I don't know. She's really messed up. <laughs> she is. It's it's just very upsetting to me to watch it. Watch her beat him up, and I don't know. It's it's. It's just hard. It's it's hard after everything else we've watched, too, to just see it. It's just like, even watching it on, you know, my fifth or sixth time, it's mm-hmm. it's upsetting. Especially for someone like me that, you know, really loves those two. And especially Spike. <laughs> right, and this is the one I have at the end. I have, I have a How Well Do I Know My Sister. Mama Bear growled a lot. <laughs> 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 yes. And Mama Bear puts her lecture pants on. <laughs> but, so... I don't know. So, back with Tara. So... Yeah, so... So she finds out she didn't really come back wrong. Just, like, molecularly wrong. You know, like, on a molecular level. She must have been really riding on the fact that she was wrong, so she doesn't really have a... She's got an excuse. She has a She's got an excuse, exactly. Exactly. For, like, I don't know, being... I'm just going to use the word kinky. I don't know really what's going on, but being, like, kinky in bed with him... Sleeping with him in general. Right. Being attracted to him. Mm-hmm. Possibly in love with him, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, what bugs her. I think she is in love with him, and it's just killing her to even think of that. And so now that she knows that she it's just a surface thing, you know, like a bad tan, as Tara put it, um... So, what was all this sobbing about then? Why was she just, is it, is she feeling bad that she beat up Spike? Or No. She's feeling um, upset that the fact that this is her. That she has no excuses. She has no crutch for why all this is happening. And she's she is abusing him. Sexually. I mean, 
mean, you don't see that very often in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. But she is. She's totally using him. It just all of it. Cole, the whole thing. She has no crutch now about why it's going on. And that just is killing her. So why is she sobbing and saying, like, don't say you forgive me or don't forgive me? Because I think when you have that much self-loathing, you want the person you've just confessed all these horrible things to to think you're horrible. Because you feel like you don't deserve Oh, okay. their forgiveness. Is that how you take it, Beth? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think so. It, it, it's hard. I think part of it is, like, she wants to be punished, right? So she goes and she really quickly decides she's going to tell the police, you know, in some way that's punishing. That's getting herself punished, right? Right. Well, that doesn't work, you know. She just really feels like she needs some consequences, I guess. She doesn't feel right. She feels she's being bad. and She feels disgusted with herself, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I think it might be a little over the top at the end. Oh, yeah. I don't quite buy it all, but... Um, but okay, because, yeah. yeah, I... Yeah, I was kind of confused by it and and thought... It, it, it seemed over the top to me, and I, I didn't know if I just wasn't getting it, and everyone was going to be like, well, it's this. Of course it is, you know? So, okay. It's a tough thing to get, and I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it, and I've, okay. you know, I've seen the whole story. I've seen this quite a bit, and I, it's it's a hard thing to wrap my mind around, and it's hard to be in her head right now. Mm-hmm. And I fight it. I fight her feelings. I feel like she's fighting feelings that she, you know. I think he's a better man than he's being portrayed as. Mm-hmm. Although that's a hard case to make with some of the things he's done <laughs> lately. <laughs> well, I but like Big how... Picture Spike is a better man right. than this. I liked how Tara had a couple of good things to say, you know, when she's like, do you love him? And she's like, it's okay if you do. He's, he's changed a lot. Or <clears throat> I can't remember what she says, but yeah, Tara was kind of like, Spike's not such a bad guy, you know? <laughs> well, the things that go through my mind constantly in these scenes are like the very beginning of season six when Buffy's dead and he's still with the Scoobies and he's helping them and he has no motivation except... right. For that's how he feels he should act, because he promised Buffy. I made a promise to a lady, you know? Right, right. And I can't get that stuff out of my head. I know probably a lot of people do, especially the people that discredit Spike and hate him and hate the whole Buffy relationship thing, and there's plenty of those people out there. But I can't get that stuff out of my head, and that's probably just the way I am. I do look at the best in people. And I'm fairly forgiving and all of that. And I, mm-hmm. so in this, you know, in this case, I do, I just think back at that stuff and I get mad at both of them. Right. She should just get together with them and give in and not care what the <laughs> Scooby's think. They'll get used to it. Yep. 
They all dealt with Willow suddenly being a lesbian just fine. They did. You know? And, you know, there is a... And if she did accept him, and if he was able to be the man that I feel like he is somewhere in there, I think they'd be okay with it. Right. I think so. But they are constantly just never giving him any credit. Yeah, Yeah. it's a hard one. I straddle the fence on Spike. Mm -hmm. I I see both sides, you know, and it's hard to... I'm I'm okay with it either way, honestly. Like, Buffy and Spike, but I see why it's, like, almost impossible, you know what I mean? So, at at least at this point, you know... He is soulless. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he literally just tried to kill somebody. (laughs) So... Right? I mean, like, a few episodes ago, didn't that happen? Or am I mixing that up? Yeah, but like we talked about it, he did have to try and talk himself into it. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Warren didn't mean to kill her. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) But yes. We did did justify it, though. (laughs) We really (laughs) did. He had to talk himself into it. Yeah, well, you know. Okay. That's fine, then. I do have a question about Dawn, though. Okay, so she's all upset that Buffy's going to go turn herself in. Because it means... I'm on her side on that one. Yeah. So, there's a scene after the police stuff where they're in the magic shop and Buffy's saying, I'm pretty sure it was Warren, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Dawn says to Buffy, so that means you're not going away. And Buffy's like, right, you know. And Dawn just like, storms off. I'm like, why is she still mad at Buffy? Well, Dawn has done that. I mean, there's precedence for that. Like, she was <laughs> mad at Buffy when Willow you know, got in a car accident with her because Buffy allowed it to happen. True. And Buffy, you know, it's she's maybe on a pedestal of some sort. I don't know. I think she's she's being a petulant teenager is really yeah. probably well, what it boils down to. Okay, Buffy is her mom. Like, right now, right? Right, yes. Mom died, her dad, who the hell knows? Spain or something. Spain. (laughs) So, you know, Buffy is not going to jail, but not because she wouldn't have, you know. It's because she found out she didn't kill her, you know. So I think Dawn is like, well, you still would have, you know. If you hadn't found that out, you would have gone, and you would have been gone, and I would have had nobody. And, you know, he is not enough for you to, I mean, it was an accident, right? Right. I mean, I don't know. The, it's hard for it's, the whole Dawn thing. It's because I kind of I get some of it, but then sometimes it just takes it pretty far, so it's hard to. She's not making herself very lovable, right? Very easy to love right now. Yeah, she's definitely being a teenager, especially in the next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right, should we get into the next one then? Oh, can I make can I make one <clears throat> comment about um, the trio? Oh yeah, yeah. The one I was talking about before. So I have this thing where I'm thinking um, the trio thing is kind of a. I don't know if it's maybe it's too early. Maybe I'm sort of bringing my 21st century mindset, or I guess it's the 21st century, the very beginning of it. But like my 2015 mindset to this. But like maybe it's also commenting on the like sort of latent misogyny of nerd culture. Because if you think about, like, the comic book, you know, the comic book subculture where how the women are portrayed, especially back in the day, 
you know, they had like the Vulcan poster, they had like the the hot, you know, action figure or whatever, and it's kind of like this sort of not overt, latent misogyny that they don't even sometimes realize is there, and they always get very offended if you point it out. Right. So yes. I thought maybe it was kind of showing how that is sitting there under the surface. And oh, interesting. It's kind of, and they don't even, I mean, they just have no, like, they just go from being nerds to just being like, okay, yeah, let's let's make a woman our sex slave, like, thinking there's nothing wrong with that at all. You know, like, not that it's the same thing, but I don't know, like, maybe it's just... It's kind of, that's the danger. Right, I guess, in a weird way. No, I I totally agree that because one thing I was thinking while I was watching this is, you know, these are three guys except for Warren. That's the thing. Warren had a girlfriend. Katrina was his girlfriend, so he's, you know. But you can kind of assume that Jonathan and Andrew have never had a relationship with a woman. Yeah, but Katrina was like an anomaly. I mean, he didn't have one forever, so he made one up. Right. He fashioned a girlfriend, and then he happened to just once meet this girl in class that he got along with. So Right. He has very little experience. So, yeah, they're just inexperienced, <laughs> and they are, you know, comic book readers and stuff, and they, yeah, I mean, when I was watching it, I was like, these guys do think this is okay because they don't know anything else. They don't, this is how, this is where their mind goes because... The women that they read about, like in the comic books and stuff, are not real. Not, not real, and you know they don't have any real. You know, I'm assuming none of them have sisters. You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like yeah, probably good call. You know, <laughs> so they just don't know what's right and what's wrong. You would think that you would know that is wrong, but I don't know. Because Jonathan did seem really surprised when she said it was rape. He was like, no, no. But it's like, uh, you were going to take a turn after Warren was right. done. Right, I mean, where are we here? <laughs> you know, what, what did you think that was? <laughs> yeah. I like how they were super offended that it was Warren's ex-girlfriend. You know, yeah. like, that's so much worse. How disgusting. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like a real person, right? You know? Right. Right. Yeah, I I'm predicting that Andrew and Jonathan are going to turn on Warren. Cuz they did want to turn themselves in. Mm, did Andrew? I don't remember. Andrew, okay. <clears throat> I thought they both He was of... they were both super upset. They were. And then by the end I think it was pretty clear that Jonathan was still up. He made that comment after he turned back out of Katrina in the van. Oh, yeah. about And who, he was like... Who should we murder well, next you know, or something? Yeah, we could find someone else to murder, you right. know. And that was a definite That's... sarcastic, upset remark. Right. And Andrew seemed to be kind of deferring to Andrew a little more. <laughs> Like, wow, we got away with that. Right, he was a little bit excited that they got away with mm -hmm. it. A little bit. Or at least the, the tone in his voice then sounded a little excited. Yeah, but I think through most of the episode he was upset as Jonathan, but I think Jonathan stayed upset 
and Andrew started going, hmm, this is pretty cool. Wow, look at that. We did get away with murder. And I think Warren was never upset. No, Warren was just a jerk. Yeah, Warren, yeah. Yeah, so, all right. But it's, think, yeah, it's kind of like a degrees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe instead of Andrew and Jonathan, I think just maybe just Jonathan then. Because, yeah, you're right. Andrew did seem to not be as upset in the end. But I think I think Jonathan is going to help Buffy get Warren. I think he's going to turn on his friends. So. Well, he knows Buffy's gang the best. Yeah, that's, it makes sense that it would be him, you know. Scoobies, I guess you could call them. <laughs> and you know, there is one that, has Jonathan, that Jonathan episode. He did have a couple of blonde, was it twins? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is... In a different universe, he did have <laughs> a lot of experience, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, I'm not even sure he's straight. Right. <laughs> All right. Older and far away? Yeah. In Portuguese, the title was, like, basically, Happy Birthday, Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't quite understand. Okay, so older means that Buffy just turned older. That just hit me. Oh, actually, I found out what that meant. It was actually kind of cool. It was from a work of literature or something. Empire of the Sun. Thank you. It's like the is it the last line of Yeah, the la- I guess the la- I haven't read it, but I guess it's the last part, yeah. I've seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> something about okay. coming to grips with your family or something. Oh, and they okay. reference I guess her reference to the teacher or the teacher's reference was about that book in within the episode. But you had had to have, you would have had to know. Oh. Oh, when Don gets called out of class. Yeah, I think the teacher must yeah, that's right. They are discussing Empire of the Sun. Okay. But it's very, I guess, it's pretty obscure. Totally obscure. I had to... But like I said, I've only seen the movie. But That was like Christian Bale's first movie. He was like a he was like little kid. A little kid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even before Newsies. <laughs> <laughs> So what's this one ranked in the series? Uh, 105. Pretty low. That's pretty low. That's really low. Okay. This episode's title is taken from a memorable quotation at the end of J.G. Ballard's Empire of the Sun about the realization he's come to as to his current relationship with his family. The Empire of the Sun connection is further stressed in the scene before Don meets the guidance counselor as the teacher's line about things Jim lost during his years in Shanghai and things he gained implies that Don's class is studying the book. So I guess it doesn't talk too much about that famous memorable quotation. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he is very disconnected at the end. He is reunited with his family. But he's just been through so much. And he is a lot older. It's been years. It's 
It's a good story. It's sad. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw it. If I did, it was when it came out, and I have, like, really no memory of it. I remember it came out around the same time, maybe the same year as The Last Emperor, and I kept confusing the two. <laughs> they were just too similar. <laughs> but that was about a baby. Anyway. Whatevs. Okay. So, just one more question on <laughs> dead things. Okay. Why does it rank so much higher than this one? What is it that people like so much about that episode? Is it the Buffy stuff? I mean, it can't be the trio stuff. Or is it that people don't like Dawn? And that's why this is ranked lower. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. That could be it. Um, like, like we've said, I think it does get better with Watching, with watching, and okay. knowing what's going on, and it it it's a pivotal episode. I mean, not everybody is as enamored as <laughs> with the trio as you are. In fact, <laughs> many dislike, and so having them take a turn to the dark side isn't as upsetting to your average Buffy viewer. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And it it, does, it doesn't upset me, even though I like the trio. I'm like, wow, things are getting real here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and you're probably right, Beth, about the Dawn stuff, because she really is quite obnoxious in this. Because my, fo- my first note is, I thought Dawn was mad at Buffy, because now they're, like, getting along again. I'm just like, stay mad, or don't She's be- moody. <laughs> Boy, moody. <laughs> Was this? Because Buffy's birthday is in January, right? Maybe this one came after a hiatus? I don't know. I'm skipping stuff up. Oh, maybe. I thought it was cool. I was surprised after the events of the scene before that with Buffy and Spike how, uh, I don't know, they seem to be getting along fairly well. More than I would expect. They did. Oh, and it couldn't have been too long because he's still bruised. He's still bruised. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised at how well they got along at the party. Because that kind of seemed like a we're done. Yeah. <laughs> like really done. <laughs> yeah. But and and also though the stuff she was saying with Tara, she did imply that her feelings were actually kind of deep. I got that idea, yes. So, maybe not. Um, yeah, I thought it was cool when the demon gets trapped in the sword. I like that. <laughs> I don't know why. And then my note jumped, my next note is, was that the counselor? So... My next note is when, like, on the porch, isn't the the guidance counselor? Yeah. Vengeance demon? Yeah. Out on the porch with Dawn? Which you kind of have to not think about how she became a guidance counselor and got set up in that office. Like, let's <laughs> not think about this. I wonder if they have some sort of, like, since they're demons, they maybe have some, like, 
mind power. Mind power, mind control. Yeah, there was kind of a lot about that whole guidance counselor thing that I had to shush. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I guess Anya set, us, set herself up as a student. Um, yeah, I think they must have some sort of magical powers that they can make these things easy. Because it couldn't be hard for them or else... You know, how often would they be able to do these? I get the feeling that they're kind of in and out. Right. So I think some magic's at play. I would think so. I found it kind of odd that Buffy guessed it so quickly that the guidance counselor was. Oh. Yeah. That was a little unbelievable, wasn't it? Totally unbelievable. She had a guidance counselor at school, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Buffy seems so surprised that Don would talk to a guidance counselor, and it's like, when I was in high school, you kind of had to. You did. You had, like, regular appointments with them. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you're as run-of-the-mill as it gets. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you said there was a clown at school or something. That would be weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> a guidance exactly. clown. <laughs> Well, exactly, and also this is a teenager who lost her mother. She would be going to the guidance right. counselor probably more than a yes. lot of the kids, you know. So yeah, Buffy funny. was like, "Why did you go to the guidance counselor?" It just seems so weird. And she's like, "Wait, you know." Within thirty seconds, she's like, "You made a wish in front of her." I was like, "Really? <laughs> that's that's the re- I don't know." I- yeah. Sue, did you catch the Halfrick and Spike stuff? Yeah, I did. <laughs> she did called him William. <laughs> no, I didn't did recognize. You... I just recognized that they knew each other. Did... She's been on before. Oh, really? Who? She was Cecily. No. <laughs> no. Is she? Yep. yep. The one that he wrote the poem for? Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you serious? And that's what that scene was about. And I, is it a comic, Beth? Yeah, so I think... They explain it. <laughs> like, it was unclear as to whether they were really saying it, or they were just winking at the fact that they were using the same actress. But I guess then there is a comic where they, they could, like, I don't know if it's canon, I don't know for sure, but they confirmed that it was Cecily. That, it was um, a Spike comic. When he was hitting on her back, way back then, she was a vengeance demon trying to work on another person and so he was like and that's kind of why she said you're beneath me because she's like I don't have time for you <laughs> oh I'm not here for you that's more than I know right oh now. how funny I just took it I didn't even recognize that it was the same actress I just took it as Spike's gotten around and probably he seems to know all the old demons <laughs> you know <laughs> he knew Dracula Exactly, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, she's like, William? <laughs> They're like, do you know each other? Uh... <laughs> oh, how funny. Anyway, isn't that fun? Yes, I like that it's her. That makes sense. I do too. I like that. And I like how subtle it is. And it's, spoiler alert, never brought up and Buffy again. Yeah, it was very subtle. That's why it didn't even occur to me to think that she was anything but just someone Spike knew, you know. I just wondered if you recognized her as Cicely. Nope. I did not. But now that you say it, I can mm. I can kind of picture Cecily now. 
and yep. There was a very funny Buffy line that got cut that I really enjoyed. <laughs> um, there must be about Sophie, and she Buffy says all the good ones got picked off by the lady with the wig. Lay off. <laughs> 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 They could have cut, it said it was cut for time. They could have cut something else, I'm sure, and left that, because I think that is awesome. They could have cut, get out, get out, get out. They could have. (laughs) Yep, yep. Kept that one in. Um, This was confusing. Um, So, Xander has a line that says about a cornfield. Like, um, I still have the Wikipedia. I'm oh, the children of the corn. Yeah, but, okay, so, here it says, so Xander makes a reference to the Stephen King novel slash film Children of the Corn, and Nicholas Brandon played a role in the film Children of the Corn 3 prior to his role on Buffy, so that's funny. I know. I used to watch Children of the Corn 2 a lot. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know why. I saw the first one. I saw the first one. Don't watch the second saw. one. It wasn't good. I don't know why I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> but then it says, Xander makes right below it, like two different people might have written these things in the Wikipedia. It says, Xander makes a reference to the Twilight Zone episode, It's a Good Life, where a child with godlike powers isolates his small town from the rest of the world on a whim. Any adult who defied or annoyed him was banished to the cornfield. That's what it more sounds like, anyway. It does. It sounds much more like that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's been so long since I've seen Children of the Corn, I can't quite remember the premise, like, well, they were just, children of the corn. Yeah, I just <laughs> remember creepy it. kids. No. They basically like, kill the adults and stuff, right? And they were like, right. oh, yeah. But that's a very obscure reference, but yeah. it makes a lot more sense. <laughs> the Twilight Zone one makes more sense to me. And did you see the one about uh, Richard being basically named Richard because he's a red shirt and he's wearing a red shirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how funny. He was wearing a red shirt. I liked it when Clem said it's weird without kittens <laughs> when, they're play- <laughs> when they're playing cards. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I did like Tara kind of teasing Spike. I don't know. I like. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because Buffy and Spike were kind of getting along because he was kind of making the moves on her in the hallway when Tara walked up and. And she was kind of doing her half protest. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I didn't like seeing the awkwardness of Tara and Willow again. It just was too awkward. Yeah. It's awkward. It's awkward. And Spellcasters Anonymous, what? Oh. That was really stupid. So stupid. Can we just forget this all happened? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I have to keep reminding us. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think's gonna happen with Terran Willow? Um I I don't think 
I, I don't see them getting back together. Tara, for how kind of stuttery and shy she, she seems to be, she seems to be pretty strong in her convictions. And But what if Willow totally kicks magic? I mean, she is going to spellcaster so bad. I know, but that's like... <laughs> That's like understanding why a woman would take an abusive husband back because he hasn't hit her in a couple months, you know? Mm-hmm. I... We're talking about Buffy now? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't see Tara doing that. Tara seems pretty... Tara has some pretty strong... You know, she's been that way the whole time. Like, we don't do that kind of magic. We don't bring people back from the dead. We don't, you know... I don't know. I, so Willow has... Uh, I think she, Willow crossed the line Okay. more than once, you know. She went out with Amy and they did all that magic just right after Tara left her for doing all that, you know. I mean, I don't know. But maybe Tara could come back as a friend and be more part of this. I think so. I mean, again. I think Willow and Tara could have a friendship, you know. I don't see them getting back together as a couple. <laughs> but I like Tara. I like Tara in this, and, and I think she she looked good. I liked her Buffy. I liked her with Buffy. I, she just... Tara's a nurturer. She is. And Willow is not. And you can see why Don was so hurt when she left and things. Because... Right. You know, to put them into, like, roles, you could see that Tara was probably the more mothering type when Buffy was dead. Well, and, and Tara They just, played her parents. She seems, like, very non-judgmental and just understanding, because if Buffy would have told anyone else about her and Spike, they would have just been horrified. Oh, yeah. And instead, Tara was like, really? Really? <laughs> you know, she was kind of surprised. <laughs> she was surprised. <laughs> you know, but then she's like, then she kind of started like, well, Spike's proven himself. He's a, you know, he's done a lot of good things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what Buffy needed to hear, I think, you know? I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. That's what she needed to hear. Yeah. I mean, if that would have been Willow, Willow would have been like, what are you thinking? You know? So, yeah, or Xander. Or Xander, Ooh, yeah. So, I don't know. I think Tara's kind of character is needed in this group. She doesn't jump to conclusions. She's got a good head on her shoulder. Yeah. But I don't think she'll take Willow back. I just don't think she will. I think she made her stand. She made her decision, and she's not going to go back on it. All right. Um, yeah, then I have, how did the Vengeance team even know Dawn? But then she explained it a little bit later. That she's a... How much Dawn is... Painful child. Painful crying out. Uh, and yeah. She could hear her. I, I thought it was dumb, but at least it was an explanation. I mean, she can't be the most in trouble child in that whole town. I'm sure there's a child whose parents are drug abusers or something. 
mean, that's right. I know. I mean, <laughs> she's she might be the one throwing the biggest. She might about be. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's like, do you know how many teenagers would want to be in your spot? I mean, yeah, your mom died. That sucks. But you're being raised by like your sister and her friends. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. And they're pretty cool. And they're pretty cool. <laughs> and they seem to be, they care about her a lot. And, you know, they're not doing a terrible job. They don't give you all the attention in the world. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> when I was I 50, had a mom with seven kids. Yeah. I didn't want all the attention in no, the world. No, you don't. <laughs> you kind of want to be left I alone. mean, I guess it's different if it's your older sister. Because you do kind of idolize them. Sure. So it is a weird dynamic. But. As far as, like, she seems to really judge her in the, like, just getting me off to school and making me breakfast and making me dinner. <laughs> it's those things she seems to judge the most about and be the most upset about. Yeah. And, I don't know. Well, and just how much Buffy's gone. It's like, well, she's trying to provide for you. Can't you get that, you know? Mm-hmm. Plus, she's a slayer on top of it. She's, you know, I mean, right? I don't know. But in those moments, they're trying to make us, they're trying to make Buffy feel guilty for spending any time with Spike. Mm, yeah. That's what the show's doing. Oh, yeah. I see. So I guess, it's always, yeah, that's, that's kind of where Buffy goes. That's a good point, though. It's got to be part of her guilt, because she could be spending the time with Dawn. But she yep. goes, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of that. It's always when she's coming back from Spikes that they have one of those conversations is how I've noticed it. Mm. Yeah. And I, 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 now that I'm thinking about it, I never really thought about it before, but I think um, it, it, it's an interesting perspective on vengeance demons too, because if it had been um, a terrible, horrible family that got this punishment, then we think of vengeance demons one way, but this is these are nice people that she's enacting this punishment on, you know? Right. And it's like, you have to step back and go, okay, these vengeance demons, they're not exactly just, you know, even though it's justice demon, excuse me. But like, you know, it's, it's really, and you have to think about that from audience perspective, like what she used to do and then, you know, I guess how unfair it could be. They're, yeah, they're really not providing a service for the world. Right. They're bad. Yeah. Right. It's taking it to an extreme that's not warranted. Right. Yep. Her trying to leave though, that was pretty funny and I like that they hilarious. that they did it more than once. <laughs> like, <laughs> once was funny, twice was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so So yeah, these what do you think about Dawn getting caught uh, stealing? Mm, that's right. Um, she's she's, she's got to be begging for it, giving Buffy that coat. I know. <laughs> I know. How are you going to explain? I'm like, oh, Dawn was doing a lot of trouble to steal that jacket. I just appreciate it for it. How could you possibly explain <laughs> the coat? So she's not the brightest. Nope. Um, I I did love how, like, personal Anya took it, you know? Yeah. 
how yeah, you put yourself in Anya's shoes, you could see why. Oh, that would be so, such a slap in the face, you know. Yeah. Like you stole from me, you know. <laughs> I <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> a lot from her. Yeah. We've seen we've seen her personally swipe a bunch of stuff from the magic shop. Yeah. And from them, like they'll put their own personal earrings down on the table, and you see Dom swipe them. Mm-hmm. It's very personal. It is. It is. So I I like that she got caught, and I hope I don't know. I don't know what it's what it's gonna do. It's just gonna make Buffy feel even more guilty, I guess, about not being there. Because I would think that. <sighs> That's got to be a cry for help or something, being a klepto. I don't know. I don't quite understand that mindset, you know. I was never a shoplifter. It seemed... It seems like they're trying to make it like a tension-seeking. I don't know. Yeah. It's acting out. It is. It's... For attention. Yeah. So, I don't... I don't have much experience. None of my friends were... No one in our family was that I know of, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I don't quite understand what what is going on in someone's brain that does that, you know. I I went through like a one week period of it, and it was like the stupidest thing. Like it was my neighbor and I would go down to the um like the drugstore, and I would like open a Play-Doh can and put the Play-Doh in my my bag, <laughs> like. <laughs> The stupidest thing. I don't know what it was. It was just like just maybe the rush the of rush, trying to get away with it. Yeah, and then I got over it really quickly. So <laughs> you were like, "Well, that was dumb." Yeah. This is why. What am I gonna do with this Play-Doh? Kind of ruins it. So. Yeah, I think my terror of getting caught just prevented that all for me. Yeah, it's. That would freak me out too much. I'd stress out. I'm too neurotic. <laughs> yeah. That's what prevented me from, like, ever cheating in school. And, man, I had almost a foolproof way that I could have cheated all through high school, and I never did. <laughs> I had a friend whose dad taught there, and he gave her, her his keys to the school, and she would run the downstairs track at night. Uh-huh. And... She would talk. She's like, you know, I could get into so-and-so's office and get that test we're going to be taking, <laughs> you know? And I was like, nope, <laughs> you know? <laughs> just the thought of getting caught just terrified me. So humiliating. So. Yeah. I think with Dawn, I think it's... I think it's a cry for help. Attention. Yeah, I think so. You think she wants to get caught then? You think she wants? To, she wanted to get caught? On some level, maybe not consciously, or like it's some kind of thrill, or I don't know. It's just I don't I don't get it either. I don't even know why I did it. You know, it's just this weird. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. do it like Dawn did. You know, I had right. a friend that was. I, I you don't understand it. I mean, it's it's a compulsion. It's very weird. It is. Mm-hmm. It does. It seems like just a almost a yeah a compulsion. Like they don't even think about it. They just do it. Mm-hmm. So. I I don't think Dawn wanted to get caught the way she did. No. You know. But I think in a way she did. I think it she wants attention from Buffy and that would give her attention, you know. 
Yep. That's why she left the... She bought, She got a jacket with the pig on there. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think, was just... No, I know. And stupid. <laughs> Yeah. That was really dumb. How did she get it out of the store? I don't know. I'm not gonna question it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a that would be a big ticket item to sneak out of there, especially with the with the security thing on there. Security tag. Yeah. And stupid. I mean, just not well thought out at all. No. Too big. Too expensive. So yeah, maybe this will make Buffy quit the Double Meat Palace and spend more time with Dawn. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna, how they're gonna. I'm sure it's not gonna just be done with. You know, it'll be addressed. And you also don't think she's gonna be in the Double Meat Palace in season seven? Oh God, I hope not. I didn't think it was going to go beyond the one episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everything. So, yeah, we'll see. So, yeah, as a whole, these weren't the three best episodes. <laughs> nope, and there are a lot of, you know, these and Smash Wrecked and Gone are, this is why people Oh, that's right. A lot of people don't really care about this season. That's right. Yeah, they don't like it. And these six episodes are probably the reason for it. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, Val was right, though. It uh, picks up. I think it's that's over. There's stuff coming. Yeah. Controversial stuff, whatnot. Yeah, it was hard for me to select the the episodes that I wanted because there are some things that I want to be on here for and yeah. there are Coward. some things that are I would rather listen to just you two talk about, you know? So <laughs> Oh we will. Are you calling Beth a coward or is there an episode called Coward? <laughs> I was calling Beth a coward. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like the episode Coward. And I was like, wait, I think no, she's calling Beth a coward. <laughs> Great. So there's going to be some heavy stuff coming up, huh? I will be interested to listen. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, I've got I've got lots of things to say about it. And as you probably know. Huh, I wonder what that's all about. Well, your next episode is as you were. Mhm. Um. So, here's the deal. Spoilers. I'm mainly talking to you, B. <laughs> if you don't want to know the spoiler in As You Were, it's coming. So, fair warning. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know Riley's coming. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? Now you can make some predictions about Riley's big return. Yeah. So he is going to walk in on Spike and Buffy having sex, and his heart's going to explode, and he's going to die. So we only get him for one episode. Yep. Because he dies. Please tell me (laughs) that it's only one episode. (laughs) What's Riley been up to? (laughs) 
Well, he he's been in. Where was he? He went to some island or something, right? Some covert operation. South America or something. Yeah. Like... Is he coming back? What's his reason for coming back to Sunnydale? That's what I've been wondering ever since I got spoiled that it's him. Um, I have no idea. (laughs) 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 To be honest, (laughs) I really don't know what would bring him back, except maybe he's, for whatever reason, gone AWOL from this government operation thing he left on the helicopter in that stupid turtleneck. <laughs> and he's just Miss Buffy. And he's so just Miss Buffy. Or... But she's with Spike, and so he explodes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to watch it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, but as you were, I don't know. I really hope he doesn't cause some sort of... I hope Buffy doesn't want to get... I don't know. I just want him to show up and leave. (laughs) 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 I just don't want him to cause, like, any... I don't know. Feelings back in Buffy, and now she's torn between him and Spike or something. I... Just really, please tell me that's not going to happen. Yeah, you're not going to tell me. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> yeah, because there's not like some big bad in this season that the government would be interested in, in trying to stop. So I don't know why he's coming back. Maybe there's something going on that they don't know about. Yeah, maybe, but that seems odd. Or maybe it has to do with the chip and Spike. Maybe they want the chip back. (laughs) (laughs) They want it back. They want it back. He has the only one, and they need to give it to someone else. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. What would happen to Spike if his chip went away? Um... I honestly, I don't think that much would change. I think Spike has, I think Spike likes, I mean, he protests a lot and makes little comments, but I think Spike likes who he's become with the chip, you know? Yeah, no, I do too. I think, like I said, I think he was compensating. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I think most of the time, and now he's... Because he spent such a long time being awful that this might be a nice change. I mean, if you're going to be immortal, you know, change it up. (laughs) 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 Or else you get bored. (laughs) He can be like, in a hundred years, be like, remember that time I went good? (laughs) (laughs) I really like that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just killing slayers, I slept with him. Yeah. And then he can go back. Yeah. So, yeah. Honestly, I really, I have no idea why Riley's <laughs> coming back. 
<laughs> well, I guess you'll get to find out now. Yeah. Are you guys doing Buffy next or Angel next? We are doing a combo. Oh, okay. We're doing our only combo of the whole season. We're doing Waiting in the Wings, Couplet, and As You Were. Oh, okay. And then I believe we are leaving... Are we leaving Angel behind and finishing Buffy in two eps? Woohoo! And then we'll finish off Angel. Oh, yeah, we might be, because if this was 14, then As You Were is 15. That just leaves seven episodes left of the season, huh? Well, let me check. I think we're doing going to do a group of... Oh... No, wait, you know what? We have another couple episodes of Buffy I forgot about. Or Angel? That is... No, of Buffy. Oh. And that's... Trying to think what the second one is. If I gave you, like, the first letters of the titles. Yeah. (laughs) Not that it probably even matters for Sue right now. Um... Yeah, the next episodes of Buffy are HB and then Oh, yeah, that's what I was forgetting. Okay. So we'll do that group, and then we'll do three angels, and then we'll finish off Buffy in two more groups. And then we'll finish off Angel in two more groups. I just figured once you get to the end of the season, it's nice to just keep that momentum going. I agree. It's worked well for us in the past. Yep. Yeah, with Buffy, you're going to want to. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're not going to leave ourselves at E and SR and then make (laughs) Sue do Angel. (laughs) Probably some stupid episode of Angel. (laughs) It is a double or nothing. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That'd be the worst. Spoiler alert, double or nothing is not that great. (laughs) Not at all. Uh, (laughs) Okay. All right. So Buffy, my next Buffy is the As You Were, and then are you going to give me, like, the next ones or no? No. I, well, no. Okay. No, I guess I'll give you, after the combo episode next time, I'll give you um, both. Okay. Both assignments. Fine. There's a slight spoiler in the next one after As You Were in the title of the next Buffy. Oh, gotcha. It's called... That's the only real reason. It's called Riley's Dead Now. No chippy and spike. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's it's fair. It's a little more obscure than that. (laughs) If if you really thought about it, you could probably figure out what it's about. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) that's giving me a lot of credit. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best we're gonna do. The rest of the titles up to like near the end. That's the best you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Fine. If you can crack the code. HC? Sure. HB. Oh. I got nothing. 
titles for letters. <laughs> And then based on your guess, you have to guess what the episode's about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, we have a new way to do this. <laughs> That'd be so awesome if I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. <laughs> so, all well, right. I look forward to hearing what you guys think of the rest of the season. Yeah, I can't wait for Sue to see it. Man. Well, me neither, but you're only giving me one episode to yeah, watch. Only one. <laughs> so <laughs> Riley episode. And it has Riley. <laughs> you suck so much right now. <laughs> Fine. Oh. Well. I'm tired. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank thanks you for, for joining, us. joining us again. I hope you do again. It's I will definitely join you next season, and I swear to God, as many times as you'll have me in Angel Season 5. Nice. I freaking love Angel Season 5. Oh, I sweet. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I love coming on with you guys. And I love Buffy, and I love talking to about it, and and you guys are so much fun. So. Oh, and I like, nice. I like listening to you guys. I'm sure we're not for everybody. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares about them? <laughs> Who is for everybody, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure there's people that just hate how, like, unstructured our dialogue is, you know? Well, just... you know what? There are so many Buffy podcasts they could listen to instead, you know? That's what I figure. There's so many, so. Yeah. I like this, and... but I love hearing people's reactions. You know, to watch it the first time, and and you guys have a good dynamic. So, yeah, like I've always said, even about Yes Mother, it's like we are making a podcast we like to listen to. Yeah, and we figure there's other people out there, and we have we found an audience. If it's a small one or a big one, I don't really care. I figure, right, will appeal to a certain type of person with a certain sense of humor or whatever. So. Yeah. Right. And, and we'll probably turn some people off. <laughs> I know. And I just, I felt like I've met, in a way, like some people I never would have met before, like Beth, Harold, Iggy, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's fun because you kind of, I think Matt. you attract people with your same sense of humor. Exactly. Because they'd enjoy listening to you. So you kind of have something in common. Right, right. Yep. Well, a podcast like ours, at least. Yeah. Where we kind of try, at least, we kind of take a humorous take on. Someone someone in our feedback for Yes Mother was like, you guys took, like, this drama and turned it into, like, the funniest comedy. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, we kind of did do that, didn't we? I don't think we set out to do that, but we just find it so funny. (laughs) It is definitely a black humor show, though. It is. Absolutely. We yeah. can't be the only ones that find Norma just hilarious. There's no, no way. No way. Mm-mm. No, she turns me positively gleeful, that Norma. She is amazing. Yep. <laughs> she is. So, well. I hope you don't have to go to work in the morning. I don't have to go until pretty late, so. Oh, good. Yep. I'm good. Do you have the day off to prepare for Malaysia? I do not. And in oh, fact, I actually have to go to work 
on Thursday. Ugh. What? Because, yeah, they, uh, they moved our trip so that we could go to this stupid group training slash bowling thing. And then I have to, like, go home and then get my stuff and go to the airport. So it's like... Wow. Uh, And I can't miss it. (laughs) So (laughs) I have to go bowling. So... Which is fine. It's not torture, but still, I just feel like, I don't know. So much... Could be worse. I didn't expect bowling. I didn't expect bowling either. Yeah, no, it's it's like our group day or whatever. Team building. We have those at my work. Yeah. Yeah. So, it just so happens that, like, and we have a, a group, I mean, we have some of the uh, people living leaving to Australia that night, too, and we, there's a couple of us leaving to Malaysia, so it's going to be interesting. <laughs> wow. wow. I'll try to, I'll send, I'll try to send a feedback. <laughs> okay, well, we will understand if you Maybe don't. Maybe <laughs> I'll, like, record, like, a, a, something while I'm on the beach in Thailand. Ooh, we would enjoy that. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Anyway, right. yep. Thanks for joining us, and join us next time. If you want to send feedback, it's suewatchesbuffy at gmail.com. So, all right. Well, that was fun talking about some episodes I didn't like all that much. <laughs> some some dark dark some, days. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, all right. I'm going to bed. Me too. So. Night. All right. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. I dislike Dawn. Yeah, I. I have yeah. a real problem with her. Uh, what was that? <laughs> That's my dog. Oh. That scared me so. I'm <laughs> so glad I wasn't the only one who heard that. <laughs> That was Mo's. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that heard that. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Are you, like, out of your garage or whatever? I'm in my garage. (laughs) Now I'm freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, your next episode is As You Were. Mm -hmm. Um, So, here's the deal. Spoilers, I'm mainly talking to you, B, if you don't want to know the spoiler in As You Were, it's coming, so fair warning. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know Riley's coming. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? Now you can make some predictions about Riley's big return. Yeah, so he is going to walk in on Spike and Buffy having sex and his heart's going to explode and he's going to die. So we only get him for one episode. Yep. Because he dies. Please tell me (laughs) that it's only one episode. (laughs) What's Riley been up to? (laughs) Well, he's been in 
where was he? He went to some island or something, right? Some covert operation. South America or something. Yeah. Like... Is he coming back? What's his reason for coming back to Sunnydale? That's what I've been wondering ever since I got spoiled that it's him. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Like, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I really don't know what would bring him back, except maybe he's, for whatever reason, gone AWOL from this government operation thing he left on the helicopter in that stupid turtleneck. <laughs> and he's just Miss Buffy. And he's so just Miss Buffy. Or... But she's with Spike, and so he explodes. Yep. <laughs> You don't even have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, but as you were, I don't know. I really hope he doesn't cause some sort of, I hope Buffy doesn't want to give, I don't know. I just want him to show up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want him to cause, like, any, I don't know, feelings back in Buffy, and now she's torn between him and Spike or something. I Just really, please tell me that's not going to happen. Yeah, you're not going to tell me. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> yeah, because there's not, like, some big bad in this season that the government would be interested in, in trying to stop, so I don't know why he's coming back. Maybe there's something going on that they don't know about. Yeah, maybe, but that seems odd. Or maybe it has to do with the chip and Spike. Maybe they want the chip back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they want it back. They want it back. He has the only one, and they need to give it to someone else. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what would happen to Spike if his chip went away? Um, I honestly, I don't think that much would change. I think Spike has... I think Spike likes, I mean, he protests a lot and makes little comments... But I think Spike likes who he's become with the chip, you know? Yeah, no, I do too. I think, like I said, I think he was compensating. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think most of the time, and now he's... Because he spent such a long time being awful that this might be a nice change. I mean, if you're going to be immortal... You know, change it up. <laughs> <laughs> or else you get bored. <laughs> you can be like, in a hundred years, be like, remember that time I went good? <laughs> like, but I really like that girl. <laughs> Instead of just killing slayers, I slept with him. Yeah, and then he can go back, yeah, so... Yeah, honestly, I really, I have no idea why Riley's <laughs> coming back. 
Well, I guess you'll get to find out now. Yeah. I knew it had to be, like, a character coming back. And so I went that it was going to be a good thing. <laughs> so I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking, like, maybe Faith or, you know. I, what did, or Drusilla. Drusilla, <laughs> yeah, it didn't occur to me that it would be who it is. I thought you would because I gave, I actually gave you a little hint. Because remember when I gave you the body assignment, I said, I'm just going to let you watch these. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And you said that you thought Riley was going to be coming back. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so if you were totally astute bloodhound, you would have figured would have... out I gave you a clue. <laughs> nope, and I just think it's hilarious that when you told me the title, as you were, I was like, well, that sounds like a military thing. And I was like, maybe Xander's soldier comes back. You know, like when Xander was a soldier in <laughs> Halloween. It didn't even occur to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Riley was so much more military. <laughs> All right. I guess Chris is going to be spoiled. She won't care. <laughs> she won't care. So, yeah, I just think it's funny that my brain went to Xander as a soldier in season one. I guess I had just totally repressed. I had shushed him out of my head. Sorry. So. Well, you might like it. Well, <laughs> what I really want to happen, <laughs> I didn't want to say this on Facebook because I don't want to spoil Kat on anything since she's, you know, only on season three. I'm really hoping that he, like, walks in on, <laughs> like, Spike and <laughs> Having dumpster sex or something. <laughs> and that, we will make predictions at the end. <laughs> and that his little heart condition like kills him. <laughs> his heart just explodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'll kill him if he sees Spike and Buffy together. So, anywho. All right. Outside by the box car waiting Outside the family